0: What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dusty Dimes Podcast. I am your host, TJ Plogger, with my co-host, Tucker Hammer. Tuck, what's up, bud?
1: Living the dream, TJ. How was your Thanksgiving?
0: Good, good. How about you? You know, going through a lot, Adrian being sick. Yep. So Thanksgiving really wasn't Thanksgiving this year, so... So I kind
1: of the- feel you on that same vibe there. My <laughs> family was out in North Carolina with my sister for Thanksgiving this year, and I was lucky enough to get to stay home and watch the animals. So
0: no, no it's good though. As I talked to your mom uh, via Snapchat, and she said, hopefully, one of these times she can drag you out east so she can, you know, we could finally all be together for you know a feast or get together as one. So
1: oh, absolutely,
0: yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna jump right in today. Um, this is like a very special uh podcast. You know, for myself, you as well. And if people don't know we're gonna have Jason uh, Jalen Smirik on the podcast. And uh, for you guys that don't know, uh, uh Jalen is he was he plays was playing overseas in the UHL and was. Uh, direct attack to him via, you know, racism. And uh, myself, I'm not, you know, I hate that shit. I know you hate it, Tuck. You know, uh, being close to Keyshawn as well, I know it, it touches you in a certain way as well as it does to me. Yep. So. There's
1: no, uh, no place for it anywhere. Sports. No, no, words, no it's. no place for it.
0: No, it's, you know, it's no place in the world for it. It's no place in hockey. And, you know, I, I've been, you know, talking to Jalen here, uh, since the incident happened, you know what I mean? I I wanted to get him on, you know, you know, you know, you know, to to speak about it, he's a hockey player pursuing his dream to play hockey and, you know, and, and luckily enough, we're we're able to get him on and you know it's it's been back and forth with him. You know, he's had to, you know, find a new team and you know, he's playing, you know, tearing it up right now. I, I believe he has like one goal and seven assists. You yep. know, and he, we've had to wait for this to happen because he had to get internet, Wi Fi in his place. That was the big thing. And you know, he's he was nine hours away from us now it's six. He's ahead of us. Okay. So that was the big, you know, it was I don't want to say it was a big delay, but you know, it's it's well worth the wait. You know what you know what I mean? So, I mean, that's 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 the thing that, you know, we had to wait for is, you know, the logistics basically to get him on the podcast. Yeah. But speaking of Keyshawn, while we wait for Jalen to connect here, speaking of Keyshawn, you actually went to see him play, correct?
1: Yeah, I went out to Jamestown and watched him while he was up here. How'd that go? I mean, their team's not as bad as I thought they were going to be, looking at their stats this season. No offense to anybody that plays for Waldorf, court, coaches there, or anything else, but yeah. <laughs> um, no, the team looked good. It was just a few sloppy plays, really, and just kind of took him out of the game, but it was a good game overall for Jamestown being 10th ranked in the nation, I believe. <laughs>
2: that's
0: that's pretty good. How did how did he play?
1: He played well. He played good. It was good seeing him again.
0: That's good. I, I know you guys, I, my big thing was, I, I knew you guys were getting together, and my biggest concern was, is you guys staying out of trouble?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no. We just, <laughs> seriously just sat in the hotel parking lot and chatted for about... Hour, two hours, maybe, and then talked a little bit after the game, and that was about it.
2: That's
0: it's good to we'll hear. Sit,
1: we'll stay out of trouble in season.
0: In yeah, I, I don't know about that. Going back to going back to rebel rebel days. Out of
1: trouble this year. How about that? I'm not going to make any promises for the past.
0: Yeah, going back to the rebel days. You guys were definitely not saints. I have to tell you that, knowing the stuff that I know now.
1: Oh God, no! We were probably would have sent. Uh, Started on fire if we would have stepped foot in the church.
0: <laughs> True story. But uh, yeah, this weekend uh, it was a big, big hockey tournament in in our area. I don't know about you. You guys have big tournaments out there.
1: Uh, not not really big anymore. They used to do a. I think they do a few for like the squirts and whatnot. They got the Squirt International out in Fargo and whatnot. So that's okay. that's a big one. Like a lot of teams come around for that.
2: Nice.
0: But uh, I don't want to cut you off, Tuck. Uh, Jalen, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> it's privilege. Privilege to finally get you on. <laughs> um, uh, first and, first uh, and foremost. Jaylen, no, absolutely. It, it, it's, it's good. You know, I, I was telling the audience here that, uh, you know, you and I were communicating back and forth for a, a good, like, month now. And basically I had to wait for your logistics to get, you know, situated with Wi-Fi and your new team and everything
3: right yeah no, for sure I'm um, uh just moved into a little four bedroom apartment or four bedroom house sorry and I'm <laughs> just uh living it to up living the dream figure, figure it out you know what I mean I'm yeah. not used to this kind of thing you know this is <laughs> more rooms than my house at home I'll be honest with you <laughs> so, so I'm um uh, I'm, I'm in a different world right now but yeah no it's good man I'm good to be finally all set up and get to chat with you guys um,
0: first and foremost, uh, we, w- we want to start off with, you know, your youth hockey. You know, what, what made you want to get into hockey?
3: Uh, my dad coached my two older brothers, so I just kind of grew up around the rink. Um, and, you know, shortly, you know, at two years old, I picked up a stick, and shortly after that, I was basically a rink rat. Sounds like my
0: kid. Sounds like my kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like my kid. Um, you know, you, you, you played for Little Caesars. Oakland Junior Grizzlies moving on to the OHL, and after that, you know, signing with the Roadrunners in the AHL. Like, what? What was your transition and adventure going from Little Caesars
3: all the way up to the A? Um, I mean, uh, you know, every every year was kind of just, I don't know. I mean, every year, um, I want to say from what, from what is it? panel Major to Midgets to, you know, OHL or to USHL to OHL to American League. You know, you, you just kind of you're just kind of learning yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You just learn more about the game, um, you know, and you just like I didn't even, you know, I didn't really know too much about juniors and everything like that because I've never, you know, really, really seen that route. Um, you know, I knew about the Plymouth Warriors at the time. Um, I really didn't know too much about the USHL. Really didn't know much about the OHL besides, you know, the Whalers. Like I said, so uh, you know, just growing up and being able to experience that was great. And then you know, signing with Arizona and kind of working my way up to the top. You know what I mean? And playing in a couple of exhibition games and finally getting a crack to kind of play a little steadier um, in the American League level and even the East Coast level. You know, it was it was just. It was all, you know, just a learning lesson for me, and um, just trying to get, you know, get get my feet wet, get a feel for what it takes. You know, I'm still pretty young, so I still got some time here. Um, you know, and the goal is still to play in the National Hockey League. You know, as every kid. Um, but no, it, like I said, it was, it was just a learning lesson every year, mm-hmm. just to step in the uh, right direction, and um, you know, just just trying to learn and perfect my craft. Um, you know, and I think that's the biggest thing. of So I ended up over here in Europe. So
0: now, you know, obviously we all, we know, you know, you're overseas playing. Would you, you, know, you say your ultimate goal is to make it in NHL. Do you guys, do you see yourself coming back over to the States
3: sooner than later? Oh, uh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, you know, I just want to come here and kind of, um, you know, I wanted to play more, um, you know, I, I wanted to be a top guy um, and to where, you know, as I think I could, I could have been that in the American League, but right now the league, you know, that league's kind of turning. Um, yeah. It's really, you know, turning into a prospect league almost. So, you know, I felt like it would be better for me to kind of come here and just develop my game and, um, you know, be a top guy and play those top minutes. And, um, you know, one thing, you know, I did I know personally, and, that, um, you know, I, I've talked with coaches in the past. It's just, um, you know, the one thing that's holding me back is consistency. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't think you're going to get that when you're, you know, when you're in a, out of the lineup or, you're, you know, you're a six guy. Whatever the case may be, you know, there's no excuses. But at the same time, you know, it, it's kind of hard to work on your consistency when, you know, your playing time isn't consistent. So I think the biggest thing for me was trying to come over here and play – consistent playing time again. Um, I just try to find myself and find my game again and, um, you know, just get better every day to, you know, try to take that step in the right direction and work my way back to the top.
0: Nice. Now, do you find, you know, obviously being, you know, from the United States, do you find hockey was a a different transition from playing here to over there?
3: Oh, yeah, it's completely different. Um, You know, I was – talking to one of the guys the other day it's just you know everything's it's just it's there's no you know like uh i don't know man it's just like little things like uh i don't know like i i I missed the practice one day after our uh whatever we had like a break or whatever for like a week and i took the wrong train and missed practice and coming home coming back to germany from paris so Mm -hmm. um you know and and just like a you know, American, North American style. Like, I, I'm expecting when I get to the rink, you know, everyone's chirping me, giving it to me, you know, and everyone's just, like, <laughs> acting like nothing <laughs> happened. And I'm just yeah. like, geez, man, like, what's going on here? Um, but, no, it's, it's just different in that sense, you know what I mean? And then the hockey's a little bit different. Um, the practices are, you know, always going to be different, you know, depending on who your coach is, but um, – you know, they're, they're, it's, it's it's a complete different culture. Um, gotcha. Yeah, that's. Now,
0: moving, let's, I'm not going to move too fast forward here. Um, I've seen that you love giving back to the kids at schools. And, you know, I obviously, you know, and we tell the audience, I, I do research on guests that we're having on, you know, I watch a cool video of you giving back to the school like what did, did was that you know I'm trying to use the right word here was that from you or you know from the junior groups that you were playing with because you know like some kids like do the school trips for community service you know with the trips and everything
3: um is that the one on the news with Rico Phillips
0: no I'm getting the Rico then <laughs> yeah yeah that is the one that is the one yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry
3: yeah no that that one's uh that one's off the map Uh, um that that, that's me and Rico just kind of um you know I connected with Rico the the I think the first day I arrived in Flint he was there to meet me and introduce himself Mm -hmm. um and we connected from there um so that one was just kind of off the map for me and uh, that had nothing to do with the organization that was just me wanting you know to be a part of what he was doing and um, you know, that that's what I believe in. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm a big I'm a big believer in you know, giving back, and um, you know, Clint, like, the, the, you know, the, the sister to Detroit or the baby brother, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so I think that was just big for me just to be able to go there and kind of, you know, show myself there and help those kids and introduce them to the game of hockey. No, you're, I know, I,
0: like, watching that video, man, the kid, the kid's faces and hearing them, like, how amazed they were, was awesome.
3: Yeah, no, it it was great, man, and and things like that are, are what keep me pushing at the end of the day, you know, I I still go back sometimes and watch those videos from time to time just to, you know, maybe re-motivate myself or just remind myself or just to stay focused, whatever the case may be. No, absolutely, um, yeah. You know, I, I definitely use those, those videos, you know. All the time, and you know, just watching to kind of remind myself
0: exactly. Now, the second part of that was, you know, what does Rico Phillips mean to you?
3: Um, he means a lot. Um, I mean, uh, you know, over my two years in Flint, um, uh, what's Do you guys hear that, or is that my headphones? Yeah. No, you're good, you're good, brother. Good. Oh, um, no, I uh, over my time in. You know, my two years in Flint, um, you know, he was great. Like I said, mm-hmm. he was there the, the first day to meet me. So, you know, that, that meant a lot for me for him to, you know, come take time out of the stage just to come and meet me. And, um, you know, I, I, I like I said, I'm a big believer in what he does. And, um, okay. you know, I want to do the same thing, you know, after my career is over. Or, you know, I'm doing it now, but, you know, yeah. I, I want to really create that group and feel full time, um, you know, do that full-time with a community service. Uh, I mean, not community service, with a, um, like, a learn-to-skate group and, um, you know, introduce kids to hockey group. Yeah. Um, You know, so um, me just communicating with him and just learning from him and kind of following those footsteps and, um, you know, just kind of being alongside him, doing those things has taught me so much, Um, you know, and, and like I said today, he's still by my side, and, you know, we still talk pretty often, and, you know, he, he's helped me in many ways, you know, just not on that standpoint, um, you know, he's reached out to guys and helped me meet some of these, uh, you know, mm-hmm. some of the other players that he's met, um, you know, and, and he's he's been fortunate enough to win that Willia Award, and now uh, he, you know, he's met a lot of great people, he's got a few jobs, and, you know, he, he's, he's doing his thing now, and um, he's really being recognized. and I mean, he deserves it all. and
2: no, you know, That's awesome. Because,
3: yeah. you know, he's he's getting the recognition. And, you know, he, he's he's keeping me in the loop. Um, so, like I said, I, I can't thank him enough, man. It, he's just – he's a great human being. No, that's awesome.
0: The one thing I want to talk to you about is, you know, uh, I thought it was very special, you know, for not only, you know, a hockey player acknowledging – their mom but can you talk about the letter you wrote your mom in school
3: oh man uh... sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry man, I'm sorry, man. i thought, I, I,
0: thought I thought i thought that was special because you know what i mean like my son my son plays you know 10 u double right now and his big thing now is uh, he obviously he writes his number on the front of his stick but he puts mom on the back of his stick where
3: the where the grip tape is yeah so that, um, that
0: was kind of special to me that, you know, you wrote that. And can you talk about it?
3: Yeah, no, I, I, I did that for a while, too. That's actually hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, my I mean, my mom's my everything, man. Um, she's my baby. I'm her twin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you name it, man. Like, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'd still sleep with my mom today if I could. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's no better sleep than when you're sleeping with mama. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 the baby of the family, uh, baby at four. Okay. Um, you know, you know. So she she's still like right now. She's probably worried about me. Um, even though I just talked to her earlier. Um, you know, she never she never wants me to leave home. Um, she's always sad. You know, and um, but no, man, I I, I don't know, man. I let her just it. it. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I'm not, sorry, man. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, man. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I, you know, and I, I honestly, man, like I just, I don't know. My my mom's always been, uh, you know, like my go-to um, person, man. She's always been there for me, and um, you know, she knows everything, man. And, and yeah. my, you know, she can read. She can read me so well, and uh, she knows when something's going on, and you know, she takes care of me. She makes sure. I, I always, you know, both my parents stayed. My mom and my dad make sure I had what I needed. But, you know, my mom was um, – I mean, if it wasn't for her, I, I probably wouldn't even have, you know, half of the education that I had. You know, my dad was pushing me into sports, but my mom was like, no, you still need to go to school. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean, and she kind of kept my head on right. And, you know, she she was a big um, – she's a big reason why I am the way I am. Yeah. Um And, you know, she, she taught me so many lessons and, um, you know, she, she did a lot growing Mm -hmm. up for me and, um, you know, my parents worked really hard and I don't know, man, it was just, it's like, there's just always that, that special connection when, you know, you're the baby and and your mama's boy. So that's... (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't want to catch you off guard there I apologize No, no, you, you actually did, man That's that's a question I've never got, man yeah. uh, I'm trying to make sure I say the right thing, though So she, when she hears it So she... mom, Mom's, he's listening, mom He said good things about you
0: Um, You know, I, I reached out to you uh Via Instagram And, you know, I, I told you this, I asked all the guests this, Is anything off limits? And you said no, which is you know, it's good and, and I, I, you know, wanna jump into this and I just wanna discuss this and it's a very important to me as well as it is to you, as well as to Tucker, my co host. And this is a personal platform that we like to speak about, you know, things and wanna say how disrespectful and disgusting of an act that was brought towards you in life and in professional atmosphere. And, you know, I, I don't want to say the guy's name and I, you know, the guy's a piece of shit and you were subjected to a racist act in hockey. Can you speak on that?
3: Uh, yeah, no. Um, I mean, I guess, um, no, that, that's just, you know, like I said, um, you know, before I've said, um, Mm-hmm. No, I, I've experienced, you know, racism at every level and um every year, you know, in my career or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um but that was that was just, you know, it was just it was a complete different feeling. Um that one definitely hit hit harder than, you know, any other one.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, it it's a lot easier to get rid of when, you know, it's just a Words being said to you, or you know, just something that only a couple people hear, or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. But when it's something that gets national attention like this, and then you know, there's there's no there's no punishment, no serious punishment being handed out, so the you know the attention rises even more, and um, it becomes even bigger. Man, it, it was just kind of it was an embarrassing moment um, for me at Mm -hmm. the time um but now you know I kind of took it and turned it into something positive I think and you know I I think I I you know I took it and I I'm trying to you know turn it into something positive as to where um I've had a couple kids actually reach out to me and kind of share you know experiences that they went through this year or last year and kind of asking me how to handle it and stuff like that so Yeah, Um, I'm just kind of glad I I handle it the way I did. You know what I mean? Because when you react to certain situations like that, especially out of anger, uh, because of what he did, you know, some sometimes, probably most of the time, you'll be looked at as the bad person and the person that's wrong.
0: Now, let me ask Um, you. I don't. I don't want to interrupt you here, but did you like? Did you have beef, or did he have beef with you
3: before? No. Um. So it's actually pretty funny. So, um. A reporter in Ukraine actually asked me this and I kind of lost my marbles. Yeah. Um, she said, Is it true that you called him Snow White? What? I, I said, Wow. I, yeah. I literally just the back, Wow. And then yeah. I said, uh, I said, Please tell me how it makes sense that I don't know, there's probably two, 300 people there. So I yeah. said, There's roughly three to 400 white people in the stands maybe one other person of color or mm-hmm. different race or whatever the case may be um and i'm the only black person not only in the game but roughly in ukraine yeah um and especially playing the game of hockey um so i just kind of asked you that like how how does that affect him if i did even call him snow white like why, like, why would I even say something like that when everyone around me is white? Like, exactly, that, that, yeah. makes, that makes zero sense to me. For you to even ask me that, I was like, for you to even ask me that is like kind of like it, it's outrageous, it's embarrassing, but, yeah. It's, um, no, like, dude, there was nothing, man. Like, I didn't even know who the guy was or anything, like, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Um, we just, you know, he got into a fight. Um, with one of my teammates, and he was throwing punches on the like, on the ice. He threw like two or three punches, and you know in North America that's that's horseshit. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. You know someone else is going to step in, and that's all I was trying to do. I was trying to step in. I was like telling him like, "Hey, like don't do that kind of thing. Like come out to center ice and fight. Like let's go head out toe to toe. Like that that's unacceptable." Mm-hmm. And basically that was his response. Oh um, my god. So, like and, – and people are like, asking me, like, what what did you say or what did you do? I'm like, dude, I don't even know if this guy speaks English. Like, I don't even know if he understands it. Like, I don't know anything. Like, most of the people didn't even speak English there. Only a few guys spoke it on my team. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know who this guy is. Like, these questions are unreal. I was like, you guys can – and even when the um, when the GM called me of the league, I was like, dude, like, I don't even um, – I don't even know, like, like – you can go back and watch the game. I mean, like, there, it's not really that long. It was only – I think it was, like, the second period. I was like, dude, we're only two periods in the game. Like, you can go back and watch the game and yeah. see if there was any, like, dirty hit or anything behind the play or anything. Like, you can watch everything. There's going to be nothing there. Like, I don't even know who this guy is. And That was just, like that, – that was that for me. And then, um, I mean – I was like, I was kind of in between. So when the suspension happened, I was like, real. I was like, really. I was really crushed.
0: Well, I mean, um, and and I I want to go back here, like five seconds here. I can tell you that you know when I saw this happen, like my mouth hit the fucking. You know what I mean? Because it, 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 there should be no place in this world for racism or what you have gone through. You know what I mean? And correct. and I said to my dad, my dad. And I looked at him, and I said, "I went. seconds. I was on the ice with. Him, I went to that guy and beat the piss out of him. Just and that, that was that's just my man because you know, I, and my co-host Tucker. I, I coached Tucker, and we had you know uh, a black gun You know what I mean, Keyshawn Scott, and and, and he's like." you know, a son to me and my, my younger kids can him as a brother, you know what I mean? So that, right. that hit hard for me. And, and, you know, as a hockey player and a human being, like, you know, your teammates on your team are your brothers. So like, I, I lost my mind. I, I would have went crazy. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's, that's just kind of where like, that's that, that line where the hockey is just completely different in, yeah. in Europe and that kind of thing. And, um, to be honest with you, like, when it happened, too, like, I kind of, mm-hmm. I was kind of, like, I was kind of, like, and in, in, I wasn't really all the way there, you know what I mean? I was kind of, like, in a rage mode, like, trying to fucking go after the guy kind of thing, and mm-hmm. uh, my teammate was grabbing me back. So, like, I actually didn't see the full thing. Like, I kind of just seen the, like, the ending of it. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I kinda, I'd, like, I literally, I, t- I tell people this, like, I didn't even understand it, like, to the point to real, like, it didn't make sense to me at first when I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's just no way like you would. And this is what I said too. Like, there's just no way, like not only that, you know, you would think something would happen on the X like that, but I told the GM this too. I was like, Hey, like, dude, like, are you really like interviewing this guy? Like, are you like, cause they gave him a, I believe they, they gave him an interview before they gave, before they called me. that. What like, so I was like, you really interviewed this guy? Like, what is there to talk about? I said, dude, there's no way like. For it was a hundred percent
0: premeditated. It was a hundred percent, you know? Oh yeah, for you, sure. You
3: you, it's, uh, that's, what's fucked up. And I was like, there has to be somebody else. in on this, like this must've been a joke in the locker room or mm-hmm. with him and another guy, or maybe he's just that, you know, fucked up of a human being yeah. that he did, you know, that that's just what, what's in his head. Um And I found out later too, that he had like some type of incident like this and, um, I think it was in the North American League. Jesus like the, Christ. Like, in the Null. Yeah. He had some some race, racist incident and got sent back to Ukraine. Like, I guess he was actually, like, a pretty decent player over here, and then he got sent back, and that's oh, kind of no. real right there. But whatever. Um, so, yeah, man, that was kind of that. And then, like, he came to me after the game trying to apologize, and, like, I was watching the video on my phone. I was like, dude, are you really like, trying to talk to me right now? Yeah. Did that? I was like, dude, there's no apology for that. Like, he came and, like, tried to grab our doc, and our doc's, like, trying to grab me, and I was like, no, mm. like, I'm, not, I'm not going out there. And the yeah. guys are telling me, too, like, yeah, don't go out there. But what kind of, you know, like, what kind of fucked me up and put me in the toughest spot was, like you said, I was kind of confused, because, like, the way we're raised, like, oh fuck you yeah. see something, like, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a guy coming off the bench, mm-hmm. someone, you know, like, everyone's seen it, like, everyone's paying attention. I, I wasn't, but, yeah. like, everyone's eyes are on that. Like, so, like, that kind of messed me up. And, you know, it was like, it was a like really tough place. Like I was ready to get out of there. Like ASAP, like I didn't, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to have anything to do with that league anymore or anything. I just wanted to go home and all that kind of thing. Um The thing that, the, the thing that
0: also bothered me too was, you know, and I, when I read about it again, I was losing my mind is this guy was given a 13 game suspension and he was only going to serve two and you could buy out the rest of your suspension. Like what kind of fucking shit is that?
3: Yeah. And, and that was, that was where, you know, when that's I almost up, like a
0: spit in your face even more.
3: You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was way worse. And that that's where I woke up and I, I was like, absolutely just crushed. Like I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, and I called my agent, you know, and I was ball and I was like, dude, mm-hmm. I got to get out of here. Like I need the first plane out of this fucking place. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't care what they do. They don't have to pay me. They don't do anything. Like I, I just need to get out mm-hmm. of here on the first point. Um, and, and, you know, like that, that was, that kind of triggered me. And, um, you know, like I, I just, that's when I, I kind of went to the rink and, um, you know, I, I wrote um, the day before that, I like, I went to the rink for I think five minutes um, and I, I just walked in and, you know typical like guys are like how are you like what's going on man and like, yeah i, I kind of just i couldn't even handle it like I, I told the coach like hey man i gotta go home and that's that's when i was just like yeah i need i need a mental break like i, I need to step away from the rink mm-hmm. for you know a few days and just get away from this like this is this this is no, kinda, and and your you know up.
0: your refusal to play was 100 percent warranted like i'm you know I know people here in the States were standing behind you with that. And I know, you know, there's, there's, you know, Anthony Duclair was saying things about it as well, which you know, it's, you got to do what's best for you and look out what's best for, you know, obviously you and your career and your family. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, and, and I saw a thing, you know, and you were asked in an interview, like, how are you feeling as a human being? But I want to ask you is why do you think this is still happening all over the world?
3: Um, I just think it's the way people are raised, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, you see now, like nowadays, like even like on the game, like I'm a, I'm a big gamer, man. So like, I'm on war zone a lot. Um, and you see, like, I was talking, I was telling my buddy actually earlier, mm-hmm. um, like people will just say, like, it doesn't matter who kills them. Like, sometimes you like, they don't even know, they don't hear you. Cause you know, like when you kill someone on war zone, they don't know who you are. Yeah, they don't hear anything, or like they can't hear you. You can only hear them after you kill them, and people will just drop hard, like ER, and it's like, dude, like, like you, you don't even know if I'm white or black. Exactly, like, yeah. So like that that kind of thing is just like it's just how people are raised, man, and and it's it's embarrassing to see and like it's embarrassing to hear and like. Like I said, like it, it's it's on a video game, man. And it, exactly. And when it's yeah. when it's on a video game, you know, there's just like there's there's literally nothing we can do in this world because it's it's already it's already established it's the, and it's not going anywhere, yeah, exactly. which is fuck, yeah. which is which is messed up and it's and it, it's coming from kids that are like nine and ten or fucking seven and yep. thirteen and like it, there's this there's there's no way you can, you know, reach that many people because they're raised like that, and then they're raised like that their whole life. So they raise their kids like that, and it's just passed on for generation to generation, and it, it's not going to go away anytime soon. man. It, it's gonna, it's gonna be after my kids sometimes, maybe their kids, hopefully. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's just something that's that's not ever probably going to go away. Exactly. Now,
0: that's what's messed up. It, it really is, you know. And I, I, my, my kids love everybody you know what I mean that's the way it should be and that's how it should be and you know like my uh, I was raised by my stepdad you know my dad my stepdad's raised me ever you know since I was two months old and my dad's mixed my stepdad's mixed so I you know like I got black aunts and uncles I got you know a mixed brother so like when when this happened man it it touched it touched me and not like it touched you but it 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 touched me in a different way as well like I, I was I was angered man so but you mentioned – you know, I saw a thing that you mentioned you try to help young black youth uh, hockey players trying to get them to play hockey, and you mentioned that they say that's a white person's sports, which is nonsense. Like,
3: why Why do they think that? Because um, that's all they see, man. Like, yeah. um, you know, and, and it's like, you know, like I, I've, I've got the question of, uh, like, growing up in school and stuff like that, like, People ask me, like, um, are you the only black person on the team? Or, like, they'll see, like, a picture on social media, but, like, yeah, oh, my God, like, ha, 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 like, you're the only black person. Like, um, how does it feel to be the only black person? Like, are there any other black people in the, in the league or on other teams or whatever the case may be? And, you know, the answer is no. Um, you know what I mean? Or they ask me. How many black people are or are in the you know NHL or in the pros mm. and and when when they hear the number they're like it's like shocking news like they can't believe it. So like when kids ask me, it, it's like you know like I I tell them the truth, you know what I mean. And they're like, yeah. Oh, like that's a white person sport, like right away. And I'm like, no, no way, it's not no, it's like not. That, it's that. Everyone, that's, yeah, that, yeah, it, it's it's everyone, but like you have to have the right mindset. You know what I mean? And you, you have to – you can't think like that because it, it's it's like – it's just like basketball. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure the white kid feels the same way when he goes to, you know, a good school to play basketball or, you know, a school – a public school in Detroit. Like, he's the only he's probably going to be the only white kid. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. I'm sure he's not saying, like, that's a black person sport. I mean, like, some kids might, but, like, you just can't have that mindset. Like, you have to get out of that comfort level. You have to get out of that comfort zone, and like I think that's the biggest thing to where like everyone just has this thing to where they have their mindset on hockey is a white person sport, and it's just like it scares people. Excuse me, it scares yeah. people and pushes it pushes them away from the game. When the case is one person thinks that, so now it yeah. leads on to another person. Now that's two people that could have played hockey, but they both think it's a white person sport when. You know, they both had, you know, an equal chance, just like the white, you know, the white kid that was right next to him to go play hockey, but they were too afraid to be different and try something new, you know what I mean? So you just have to get out of that comfort zone and, and that mindset of a white person's sport.
0: No, and that's the thing, like, too, is, you know, you're doing the right thing, but there's, they're literally, like, you get these kids and you tell them, like, there's no difference between anybody playing, you know, like everyone's can play hockey. There's no difference. You know, there's no difference yeah. between me and you, you know what I mean? Not, not right. at all. So that's where the kids got to realize that, you know what I mean? And, you know, and it's good for, you know, like a player, your stature, you know, fulfilling your dream to play pro hockey. And the, and the kids see that and that, you know, they, you know, oh, I want to be like Jalen, you know what I mean? And that's a good thing because that gives them ambition to move on and want to pursue it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, and that's, you know, another thing where, you know, you, Duclair, Simmons, PK, you know, Willie O'Ree, for example, you guys change that for inspiring young black players that want to play pro hockey.
3: Yeah, no, I agree, and and for me, it's just like I um, I don't know, like a lot of people look at situations different, but like mm-hmm. like I, I like I I try to always be positive. So like I'll even tell kids like, hey, like. If you think it's a white person sport, that should even be a, a bigger more fire. reason of yeah,
0: more fire why on you ass. should want to yeah. play that.
3: Yeah. I said, the way I look at it is just that I'm the only one on the team, right? So when they see me, I'm you know, I'm automatically standing out. I exactly. said, you just have to, you know, you have to go out there and, and be that leader. And, you know, you can't follow anyone's so footsteps. You have to be a leader. You have to get out there. I'm sure once you get out there, then – you know, others will come behind you. And that's, that's what happens, you know, and I, I i have, you know, I'm starting to, as I get older and, you know, I'm, I'm more and more and I've connected with Jason McCrimmon, who's a good buddy of mine from, from Michigan, who'd kind of, you know, he, he does the same things in Detroit that uh, Rico does in Flint. Um, you know, he has, he has a great charity um, group and he also has a, a Detroit ice dreams, which is, you know, uh. Introducing, you know, young black kids or mm-hmm. young um, nationalities to, to hockey. Um, so, you know, and, and I, uh, what was uh Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. I, um,
0: <laughs> You're good. You're talking about Rito getting uh, getting the guys. Or uh, man, you lost my train of thought. now too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but. Yeah, no, so Jason runs this, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, like, it, it's just, it, it's like, oh, no, so he's connected me with these guys who, you know, like, the younger guys who are coming up after me, so now I'm connected with, you know, guys who are younger than me from, you know, 98 or maybe even some 97s, man, and uh-huh. shit, I don't know, dude, fucking kids that are like, I was working with a kid before I left home that's like, I think he's eight now or nine, like. Maybe ten, I think. I think he's mm-hmm. ten, and it's just like it, it's it's cool to see, man. Like now, you know, like I'm I'm 24, I'm still playing, and you know, I get to I get to um, you know, uh, I get to enter, I get to interact with you know the, these young kids who are trying to learn about the game of hockey, man. It's just great um, to kind of see someone you know coming up after being believing the game and you know there, there's a there's some studs out there dude like some oh yeah and I'm like like this this is like you know this is this is encouragement. This is like another reason. This shows you that like this isn't a white man's sport. Like mm-hmm. this is a everyone's sport. Like we can do this. Like we can play this. We just have to put as much time into it to be good as at, at it as we do basketball or football. And you know like it, it's gonna take time. Like yeah, ice skating's hard as shit, but so it's fucking trying to put a ball in a hoop or, yeah. <laughs> catch, you know, learn how to catch for your first time. Like it's not going to be easy. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's, it's, it's just something that, that I've been trying to drill and, you know, until some of these young kids coming up and, and just trying to teach them and, you know, show them something different, man. And just, just kind of show them my, my way and, you know, well, not my way trying to show them, you know, what I did and, yeah. um, just giving them a, a different perspective and a, a different look at life. Exactly. I mean,
0: I would, I'd show them your way. You're succeeded, man. You're playing pro hockey. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, it's true for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it, it's, it's, you know, like, I, like my, uh, my charity, I actually have my own nonprofit group now, and you know, it, it's called mm-hmm. not me, you. Um, okay. So, I mean, like my whole thought process was, Behind that was, you know, it, it's not about me, it's you know, it's about you. Like, I'm here mm-hmm. for you, I'm here to help you and teach you and um help you mm-hmm. learn these things, you know, because it, it's, it's honestly not for me to come here and really talk about myself. And you know, of course, I'm going to introduce myself and kind of tell you my path and how my life was, but like, we're not going to sit here and talk about you know me all day, or it's not going to be me, me, me. It's it's about you. Like, I, I want to teach you, I want to. Show yep. you this and and introduce you to you know these these different things in life.
0: Gotcha. Now, one last thing, I want to I want to you know you're playing in Adele right now. I can't say that B word, so if you can give me help there, uh, Beating Beatingham, Steelers, and you know you 13 games in, you got a goal and seven assists. What What was the uh? you know, the atmosphere going in, playing for them, you know, obviously with what happened, you know what I mean? Were they open arms to you? You know, was it, you know, were you nervous going in?
3: Uh Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, you know, open arms, but yeah, no, I was definitely nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really funny. Um, my actual, like, I, I really had my eyes set on the delve this mm-hmm. summer. Like this is where I wanted to be. And, you know, this is where I wanted to play. Um, you know, just in this league in general, I really didn't care for what team. Um, so it's kind of funny how it all worked out. So you everything know, like happens I, for I was, a
0: reason, brother. Everything
3: happens right, for a exactly, reason. You know? Exactly. You know, and and I can only you know thank the man above. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, dude, like it, it was great, man. Like it, it was, it was a lot of emotions. Um, you know, a lot of nerves. Um, you know, but like, like I said, open arms, um, they were great to me when I, you know, when I got here, they have been great to me the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they're real supportive, um, you know, and it was, you know, it it was just really, really hands on, you know, from the, from the top down, you know, from the GM on down to the, to the players, you know, everyone welcomed me in and, Mm -hmm. you know, everything was great. Um, you know, they made the transition real easy, you know, I think. I was here for I got to practice you know once before the game, um, you know so so like you know that's that's never easy but yeah um, you know they made it you know they made it easy as it could be man and and that was just great um, you know and I was fortunate enough to get two assists and you know the fans were just absolutely loving me and you know they're happy that I was here and um, you know just the kind of whole European celebration thing was yeah was was unreal you know and it was just another moment in my career that you know I'll, I'll never forget. Um, you know, I, I honestly could have probably cried at that point, man. it that's awesome. It was just like another, you know, it was it was like another another um, successful moment in my life and I mm-hmm. I think it was just it was it really meant something to me, man. It, it was great. That's awesome.
0: Tucker, do you have anything for Jalen before we let him go? Uh,
1: no, not really. I think you covered all the bases there. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, Jalen, thank you. We appreciate you taking the time out. I know you're six hours ahead of us and it's, it's late there and, you know, we appreciate it and we wish you nothing but the best of luck. And I'll tell you, you come back to the States and, you know, you're playing. I'm definitely uh, hooking up with you so I can bring my kid.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely, man. I'll uh, keep you posted for sure. And, you know, hopefully we get to meet here soon.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Jalen.
3: Thank you. You guys yeah. have a great night. You too, man. You too.
0: Thanks. Bye. Bro, I, I remember,
1: I, I remember hearing about that story right off the bat.
0: And dude, I'm telling you when I saw it, and I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm telling you the truth. Like I, that shit aggravated the fuck out of me, dude. If, like, I, could, if I could have paid my way
1: out of suspension,
0: <laughs> dude, that's, what's fucked up. I would have had I mean.
1: so many more games under my belt.
0: No. And the thing was, is in, in, I, I it's the truth, man. Like nobody stuck up for the guy.
1: No, and that's that's trash because I mean, even in Lehigh, smallest shit happened and we Oh were, my god. We were dude. all there.
0: Dude, even in fucking men's league, I, if something happens to a teammate, that's men's league. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, dude, you're this is your fucking brother on your team. Like well,
1: And not to mention this is a professional league.
0: Exactly. Well, like,
1: I- that, that should be I mean, if you needed more of a reason to go, there it is.
0: But oh, you shouldn't
1: have needed any more reason.
0: And, and and I'm glad that we got him on and you know, got his perspective and um, it's definitely it was definitely worth the wait, hundred percent. You know what I mean? So I mean I'm glad we got that, you know, next next podcast we got coming up. I know it's been a while. Tucker's busy, I'm busy myself. <laughs> You know what I mean? It, it's it's life, you know what I mean? But, you know... <laughs> starting to slow down with work now that the yeah. tundra's starting to
1: set in here in this great state of North Dakota.
0: I hear you. But uh, we, we're going to have... Uh, probably the next one we're going to have here is... Uh, this one will be a, a good one as well. Is, uh Joe Watson from the Broad Street Bullies, 74-75 Stanley Cup champion. Okay. Uh, I've been emailing him back and forth and it's, it's funny. I, I, you know, ran into Joe at uh Regency ice rink. He was doing a charity event and I ran into him with Landon and you know, we're there and he was actually playing on the same team as my dad's friend, my dad's buddy. Yeah. So I walked in and I saw Nate and I said, I said, Oh, Nate, I'm like, do you mind, you know, taking Lanny on the ice to, to get pictures? It was it was Joe Watson, Brad Marsh, uh, uh, Riley Cote, Todd Fedork, you know what I mean? And I, I, he went out and got pictures with him, and, and Joe was coming back to the locker room right next to where we were, and I actually introduced myself. And I said, hey, Joe, it's TJ with uh, Dusty Dimes. And uh, he was like, oh, hey, man, how you doing? You know, We're going to get together. I've been real busy, and it's almost like the guy's playing in the show again. You know what I mean? Like, he's so busy. So, and it was funny because my dad's buddy's like, oh, you know, he's a good one. Get on his podcast. And, you know, he told me, he's like, TJ, we're going to get together in two weeks, and we're coming up on the two weeks now. So, I nice. just got to reach out to him to see what's up. And uh, the, the best part of that conversation was, was Lanny's face uh, looking at Joe's Stanley Cup ring from the Flyers. And it was like – Lanny was so amazed. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, uh, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, We're going to get, you know, podcast out when we can. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. And it, you know, touches you the way it, you know, touched uh, Tucker and I. And, you know, we're happy to have Jalen on. And, again, wish him nothing but the most success. But other than that, stay dusty, guys. Stay dusty.